Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, okay, you've rumbled me. You can hear background noise. You will hear a lot more. You'll probably hear flight announcements because I'm sitting in Terminal 1 of Barcelona's Josep Taradeas um, airport heading off to Madrid for the Champions League semi-final first leg I expect it to be dramatic but obviously self-evidently not as dramatic potentially as next week will be when the decisive match is played in Manchester last season this was really genuine and extraordinary experience because for the third or second and a half time because even at 2-0 down it didn't quite feel as if Madrid were dead and buried against Paris Saint-Germain they played awfully in the first leg really lethargically sluggishly should have been thumped weren't they had played exultant Mozart football at Stamford Bridge 1-3-1 1-3-1 and suddenly while I was attending the funeral of my, my much loved friend Ian McGarry and therefore watching the first leg on television from Hayward's Heath they were very nearly out against Chelsea and it took pretty death-defying Harry Houdini feats to, to stay alive in that time but stay alive and qualify they did I think it was the City match really though that changed everything because it's under-commented on Given how dramatic the second leg was, it's under-commented on that not only should City have scored six or seven instead of four against Madrid in the first leg, Madrid scored three times in a game where they were third best in a two-horse race. Extraordinary. And then out. Out of the tie at 5-3 down in the 89th minute. And yet they scored three times once in the extra time and and qualified. Drama doesn't cover the, 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 the descriptive needs of, of that match. It, it, it really defied belief. And what's worthwhile thinking about going into this match is that, so far at least until we see them up against their emerging super-classical rivals, Madrid, City don't seem to have been bruised by the experience. Isn't that extraordinary? At any rate, I thought that there's enough time over the next eight days to describe the the football, the footballers, and to talk about the drama. And I, and I really liked the idea about looking a little bit beyond the match itself and thinking about the two chief participants who, irrespective of the players on display, remain the two coaches. And here in this column for ESPN FC, I'll try to explain why I've said that. Please do go to ESPN FC. And, and, and read and enjoy their wonderful content.
Between them, Carlo Ancelotti and Pep Guardiola have lifted the European Cup or Champions League trophy as player or coach a remarkable nine times. When this greatest competition in the history of club football reaches its 70th birthday in three seasons' time, the profiles of the Italian and the Catalan, each born in tiny communities whose combined population wouldn't fill a third of the Santiago Bernabeu, well, these two men will be carved into the European Champions Club Cup, Mount Rushmore. Ancelotti, even though by then he might have been overtaken by, say, Zinedine Zidane or Guardiola himself, has, at the moment, won more Champions League or European Cup finals, four, than any other coach ever. He's also in this match about to reach the same number of Champions League games coached by any manager, Alex Ferguson, who has 190, Ancelotti has 189, and the most wins at 107. Now, as for Guardiola, well, the Catalan will be on that pantheon in three years' time because it's his Barcelona side of 2011, which is widely hailed, not just by me, but widely hailed, as having produced the most magnificently complete performance in any Champions League final. Although, some of those who witnessed Madrid's 7-3 defeat of Eintracht Frankfurt in 1960 might argue. Despite all this, the men who meet in Tuesday's semi-final and then again in eight days' time also have a deeply quixotic, angst-ridden and painful relationship with both the competition and the cup with the big ears. For them, this trophy is the definition of the love-hate relationship. Can't live with it, can't live without it. For example, Guardiola was in charge of Bayern Munich when, in the 2014 semi-final home leg, they suffered their heaviest ever home defeat in the history of the competition, ironically, to Carlo Ancelotti's Madrid. As a player, he'd have been able to add another lift to the nine he and the Italian currently have, were it not for the agony of the equal biggest thrashing any team has taken in a European Cup or Champions League final. It was Johan Cruyff's Barcelona and their second European Cup final in two years. A supposedly understrength Milan, missing a clutch of stars, smashed the Catalans 4-0 in Athens, heralding the end of the Dream Team era and presaging Cruyff's departure two years later. This mega-talented Catalan has coached six losing semi-final teams in his 15-year managerial career. Absolutely stellar in terms of you can't win it unless you're in the mix in the decisive stages. Ultra painful in the close-but-no-cigar stakes. Equally, his team's eliminations in the final four have often been remarkable, bordering on the bizarre. That 4-0 home defeat to Real Madrid nine years ago, which he still calls the greatest tactical mistake of his career, beaten by the eventual winners. The volcanic eruption in 2010, which meant his Barcelona team having to undertake the huge, tiring journey from Catalonia to Milan by bus, because all flights were grounded. Inter eked out a 3-2 aggregate victory with 10 men in the second leg, beaten by the eventual winners. Barcelona, not to say Messi, missing a penalty to go 3-2 up on aggregate against 10-man Chelsea in the 2012 semi-final, again, beaten by the eventual winners. Then, the mother of all results. City leading 5-4 at Madrid with 91 minutes of the semi-final second leg played last season and still being knocked out. You know the payoff. Beaten by the eventual winners, again. People make a lot out of this. 
some choose to highlight these stumbles at the penultimate hurdle rather than first acknowledging that Guardiola is already demonstrably one of the all-time great coaches. Revolutionary, game-changing, inspirational, successful across three very distinct footballing cultures and trophy prolific. He's had a very different problem to either Carlo Ancelotti or indeed any Real Madrid coach. Guardiola, throughout his time at City, has actively had to try and convince the English players in particular that the Champions League matters as much, if not more, than winning the Premier League. Kevin De Bruyne stated recently that being champion of England mattered more to him. Even Guardiola a year ago said that if he had to sign right now for one of the two trophies, it would be the Premier League. Now that is not the case at Madrid, nor has it been emblematic of Ancelotti's career. His two principal homes, Milan and Real Madrid, are the two clubs which have won the Champions League or European Cup most often, 14 and 7 respectively. At each club, they view the trophy as part of their birthright, Madrid particularly so. Dominating the noisy neighbours, also known as winning Serie A or La Liga, still matters very much. But sitting on the European throne, crowned champions and lording it over a continent, that's what Ancelotti has thrived upon at these two clubs. Six times he's worn that crown, as a midfielder for the Rossoneri in 1989 and 1990, as their coach in 2003 and 2007, and then in charge of Los Blancos in 2014 and 2022. Ancelotti's victory arc in this competition stretches across 33 years. Pretty impressive. But he too has been damaged, frustrated and taunted by this competition and the iconic trophy that everybody yearns to own, even if it's only temporarily. The Italians' first experience of how quixotic football's holy grail can be was sitting in Rome's Stadio Olimpico, injured, having helped steer Roma to the 1984 final, only to see Liverpool win on penalties. In 1991, he stood to win a consecutive hat-trick of European Cup finals if Milan could beat Marseille in the semi-final. Losing 2-1 on aggregate in the closing minutes of the second leg, the Stad Velodrome floodlights cut out. Darkness. Fifteen minutes later, they flared back into life, but Milan's chief executive officer, Adriano Galliani, refused to let his team go out and play the remainder of the match and appealed to UEFA to hand the tie to the Rossoneri. He, his fans and Ancelotti were distraught to find that it was they, instead, who were kicked out of the competition by the governing body. And Ancelotti's most famous night of dread, of course, came in Istanbul, at the same Atatürk Stadium where this season's final will take place, when the 2005 final was lost to Liverpool, them again, despite Carletto's team being 3-0 up at half-time. Writing that wrong became an obsession for the Italian, such that he admits to supporting two teams, Liverpool and Milan, in 2007, in the fervent hope they'd meet in the final again that season. They did. He won. However, this crazy competition is so elusive, dangerous and demanding, that it's not only in the ultimate knockout stages it can help wound you. Ancelotti tells in his book Quiet Leadership, that in December 2012, with his Paris Saint-Germain side second in the title chase, where they'd ultimately coast to League One victory, and with their Champions League Group A already won, he tells, the president and Leonardo, PSG's director of football and an ex-Milan player under Ancelotti, came to tell me 
if you don't beat Porto in the next game, you'll be sacked. They came again the day before the match and both told me, win tomorrow or the sack. We won, played well, beat Porto 2-1, so I wasn't sacked. But they'd made my position untenable. And so I told Leonardo, who I'd thought was a friend, that at the end of the season I would go. It should never happen like that in football. They are different faces of the same coin, these two men. The Italian is king of all he surveys. Spanish, European and world champion right now. He's the absolute master of man management. The player whisperer. And someone who happily admits that his choice of playing style and tactics should be like a tailor-made suit made to measure for the players at your disposal. The Catalan is crown prince, on the verge of landing the fabled trophy treble, and he'd be the only coach ever to achieve it twice with two different clubs. Pep Guardiola is a tactical genius, but not necessarily addicted to the arm around the shoulder player whispering. And he's someone for whom the playing style and tactics are paramount, for whom it's the footballers who must adapt and change. Neither of these two coaches will talk about obsession this week. Neither of them will hark back to the brutal, sleepless, angry, agonised nights the quest for this trophy has dealt them. But now, you properly understand their dark fears and their daring dreams. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.